Everyone starts their morning a little differently, but for those that like to kick the day off with a delicious breakfast, there's McDonald's. Here's to making your morning routine a little bit better with a sausage biscuit and hash browns at McDonald's for only $1.50. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, spiritual trailblazers. Welcome. I am so happy to be speaking with you. And like I always uh, prefer to begin my podcast, let's think of something to be grateful for today. All right. It's a beautiful day. And if we look hard enough, we can find how we can display the art of gratitude. I was reminded of this a couple of days ago when I was not frustrated, but I was anxious for something to happen, and I was venting a little bit to get off my chest. That's one of my philosophies, to vent first and then let it go. Don't keep it bottled up. Don't try to um, talk about it a little bit and really deny how you feel. And a couple of my supportive biz besties chimed in and say and, and, and wrote, there is no venting. <laughs> there is no, you know, being anxious or anything like that. You know, it's just a matter of time. Be grateful for what you have accomplished thus far. And it's so easy to forget that because we're so busy trying to get to where we want to get, to make our checkpoints, as I like to call it, that we forget about the bonus points we rack up in the process of getting to those checkpoints. So make time to display gratitude, to be thankful um, it could be small, like I'm, I'm thankful that I found my K-cup. I thought I was all out, but it's there. Or it could be as large as I'm thankful for having authentic friends in my life. So just focus on gratitude every day throughout the day. Now, if you have a question about this podcast or a comment, there are two ways you can let it be known. <laughs> you can go to my Instagram page which is Tia underscore Johnson underscore, and there will be an image there that says new podcast alert. Or you can go to my Facebook group, which is Spiritual and Apartment Living. There will be a post there as well if you want it to be a little bit more private. Um, you can post it there, and sometimes the people there, those wonderful spiritual trailblazers, chime in. All right, so that's how you can, uh, again, let your comments and questions be known. So June is beautiful in your skin month, and I think this is a very important topic because beauty is defined by the beholder, and unless we are able to understand what beauty is to us, someone else is going to tell us what beauty is, and that can be dangerous. Actually, not can, it is dangerous when it goes unchecked. So I spent this month really talking about various forms of beauty, 
And in this podcast, I want to talk about the number one thing we need to know about being beautiful in our own skin. So before we dive into that, I want to talk about several things I was kindly reminded of this month while reflecting on this beautiful in one skin. And it's that it's easy to agree for the sake of conversation and kick yourself in the butt later because you didn't speak your mind. And that's partially because we were raised to have manners and we don't want to offend anyone. And the reason why this has to do with beauty is because in order for us to be beautiful in our own skin, we had to be comfortable in our own skin. And if we are comfortable in our own skin, we can speak what's on our mind. We can express ourselves from a very heart-centered place without feeling so defensive. So we can stand our ground, you know, sort of like being on the offense and have an open conversation as opposed to just quickly putting up our walls of defense, going um, really in, 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 the, in a path that's not going to be helpful for the conversation, and you can possibly end some friendships, unless that's what you want to do. So here's the thing. we okay to agree to disagree. Maybe the conversation isn't going anywhere for you, or, you know, you follow a path that works for you, and the other person follow a path that works for her, okay? So this can be uh, in regards to religion and spirituality, maybe one of your close friends is all about religion and you are all about spirituality. That's what works for her. Spirituality works for you. You know, you don't try to influence each other and you guys can still live in harmony because she's on her path and you are on your path. You don't have to exactly understand why they do what they do, but they aren't hurting anyone. So you let bygones be bygones. Now at other times, we get so caught up in trying to be a good citizen that it makes us tired. Or because we have manners, we understand that we have to act a certain respectable way around people. So when they, by chance, see us in a different light, it's borderline offensive. And so this is what I have known to, uh, especially in the spiritual community, people to have this, this inner conflict where they have manners, they want to be respectable, but at the same time, they want to be authentic. And it's just like, okay, how much of myself do I show in front of certain people? Okay, because everyone in your life is there for a reason, right? So some people get to see you in all your glory and others don't. So here's what I want you to know, because beauty starts within, as I said a few moments ago. Beautiful, chaotic people who are figuring out our lives and working on mastering ourselves. I'm going to say that again. We are beautiful, chaotic people who are figuring out our lives and working on mastering ourselves. We aren't going to get it right all the time, but if acknowledge that if we acknowledge that there are good and bad in all of us, that there is a good portion and there is a bad portion in us, you know, a light and a shadow, and if we can examine better why people react the way they do when they see the more authentic part of us and not beat ourselves up, then we can live a little bit easier, okay? Some people just are not going to vibe with us in our entirety, and that's okay. So we had to be comfortable with ourselves to look at the person and say, you know what, okay, (laughs) too much, Or, you know, hey, this is actually me, but, you know, you only saw me in a certain light because maybe we just work together or maybe we do 
you know, one thing together, like run marathons together or something like that. So some people don't get to see the depths of you. So when they do, we may feel, and actually not, I'll take the back, not may, I have known people to feel like, you know, they're not being authentic because they don't know how to express themselves, okay, in a way that's almost across the board. So reality, the only people who are going to know the 100% raw, no holds bar version of us is typically going to be our best friend, our spouse, our three other really close friends, and probably your parents. Now, there's going to be a few exceptions. For example, if you are an author and you're writing about your life, you may have a no-holds-bar book. <laughs> All right, but everyone else is going to know your social media you, so the social social media version of you, the business version of you, et cetera. All right, so as we're diving into being beautiful in our own skin, what I want to reel in for you guys is that it is okay to be 100% you, but just be conscious of the environment that you're in and don't beat yourself up if you crack a joke that you would normally crack around your other friends and you're trying to see if this other friend would be okay with that, but they're not. You know, you're going to say, all right, that that one didn't work. You can't get them all, right? So I just don't want you to take it to heart. I want you to get it out of your system, analyze it, and then move on. Okay, because I know there are people in the spiritual community who are empaths, and that can hover over them for seemingly an eternity. All right, so, yes, we want to be 100% authentic, 100% ourselves, but it's not going to work in every situation. We just have to, you know, figure out the playing field, know when to, you know, step back, when to go forward, or sometimes sideways. So, that's out the way. Now, so now that we cleared all that, you know, being authentic, when can we be authentic, how much, is really just you testing out the the atmosphere when you're talking to a different group of people. You'll, you'll know, you know, and that's going to come with practice. The number one thing we need to know to really be beautiful in our own skin, it really starts with staying in our own lane. And I know this may seem like a bit of a cliché, and even an overused phrase, and that's sort of like the sub-theme of this month, some some words that uh, just won't hold weight because people use them so much. So if we are just conscious when we use them, and I even talked about this on my Instagram page, as long as we are using these words or phrases with our emotions attached to it, we can bring back the power of these words and phrases like sorry and thank you. Okay, so... What does that mean? Now, I talked about what does boundaries look like because, again, that's another word that gets used. Do you have boundaries? Are you setting your boundaries? And it's like, okay, um, I think so. <laughs> Every now and then somebody gets through and, you know, it's, it's like, ah, why did that happen? So let's really think about this, staying in our own lane. Because let's face it, sometimes we can't help it. We see someone who is wildly successful and no jealousy, no envy, nothing like that. But we can think of things like, when will it be my time? How can I get there? What are they doing? Right? And again, 
no jealousy, no envy. We're, we're just, we're curious. People are curious. How can I get to X, Y, Z, right? We see these people on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, Twitter, Snapchat on TV, and we think, wow, that's awesome. Some people may say, you know what, they're ridiculous, turn the TV off. <laughs> but what I'm saying here is that even when we are in our own lane, what do we do? We look in the rearview mirror, right? We're looking around. So it's easy to sway one way or another. So, again, what does this look like? I want us to define what it means to stay in our lane. So we are on this road of life, okay? And the reason why I'm using this lane and car example is because uh, even as a dream interpreter, one of the things I explain to people is that if you are on a road, or even if it isn't a paid road, but you're still on a quote-unquote road, and you're in a car, you're riding a bike, you're on foot, you're on a path to somewhere, and typically it's the path of life, path of a destination. So this is why I use this uh, term of a car and a path and lane. So while we're on this road of life, we have to realize that we aren't the only ones on this road. I imagine life as a multi-lane highway. There's a whole bunch of people (laughs) on this highway, and we're all trying to get to our destinations in life. Okay, but some people will drift in our lane. You know, some people will try to take our glory, minimize our glory, or just uh, take it away completely. So, you know, take credit for it. You know what I'm saying here? To take your glory, minimize it, all right, trying to reduce the, the greatness that you have accomplished, or they just try to shoot you down, just take it away completely. And I just thought about um, one of my friends who's doing well in her business. She's getting out there, and on her personal page, she had wrote about uh, how she left her daytime job, yada, yada. And the one guy, I will never forget this comment. He wrote, you're bragging you haven't even accomplished anything yet. And I thought to myself, oh, that was bold, really? Number one, being able to have the guts to leave your full-time, very she had a very well-paying job, to start your own business, number one, that takes a lot of fill-in-the-blanks, courage, dedication, faith, uh, gratitude, being grateful to be able to do it, you know, resilience, fill in the blanks there. That's number one. That's accomplishment number one. Or actually, I should say accomplishment number one is realizing what your true passion is, okay, to become conscious of what you truly want to do. Number two is making that that step, taking that, that leap, that jump. Number three is being able to sustain it. And she, she seems like she's doing okay. I spoke to her a couple of times. It looks like things are okay. And I know as an entrepreneur, there will be ups and downs. But right now, she's floating. <laughs> okay. So for that guy to say you haven't even accomplished anything yet was not only a slap in the virtual face, online face, it was really him being mad because he's not doing something. I saw right through that. Is he was doing things in his life that were fulfilling that made him happy and strong and willing to give back to people, et cetera, he would not have made that comment. And 
this is why I stressed in the beginning about, you know, it's okay to be your authentic self because you have to. People are going to say what they are going to say anyway. So I don't remember what she said because I was just floored at what he said. But keep in mind, people are going to try to take away your glory. They're going to try to swerve in your lane, okay, you know, get in front of you just like the car driver who uh, cut you off and then they don't get far. You, you both end up at the red light. There's only one car in front of him, him and then you, and you're just looking at this dude like, really, you didn't even get far, but you cut me off. It's like that. He might have had his 15 seconds of saying where he felt so great for saying that. She, you haven't even done anything yet. He probably felt so powerful saying it. But who's going to have the last laugh? My friend, because she's living her life and she's happy. Even though being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart, she's still happy. All right? So keep that in mind. Next, I want you to know that there will be times where you have to pull over, regroup, or repair your car, which is essentially you. There is no shame in making time for a break, for a vacation. I don't care if you're just like, look, I really need to take a vacation from my job right now. If you feel like you hit that critical mass, do it. Do not inconvenience yourself to convenience other people, especially if they're not adding any value in your life. And here's why. There's a difference between helping out a friend who has to move and you're just like, I really don't feel like lifting boxes. I don't feel like doing it, but you know what? I'm a good friend. She's a great friend. We're, you know, we're in this together, all right? You don't want to do it. It's a little bit of an inconvenience. Maybe you got to wake up early on a Saturday morning, but guess what? You are nurturing a very marvelous relationship. That is different than someone who is just really not that respectful towards you, who's taking you for granted, who's a friend of a friend, or, you know, some other thing like a family member who you don't really talk to that often, they pop up every now and then at the family cookout and they expect you to do something because you're family, right? No. No, 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 no. So if you feel like you need to regroup, you need to repair yourself, if that means that you need to speak with a therapist just to get things off your chest, a professional, if you need to speak with a girlfriend who can be equally equipped in some cases, okay, if you feel like you just need to just bang out a couple of hours at the gym to get it off your chest. I had a friend who ran, I think he ran 10 miles. I don't remember, but he just had a lot of things on his mind and he just ran and ran and ran till he felt it all leave his system. So do what you have to do, but make sure you are still in your lane. Even when you got to pull over to the side of the road. Okay. That's okay. But make sure you get back in your lane because I'm going to tell you, Life is like a level three black belt or like, you know, whatever the max is. Life will give you a supersonic roundhouse kick, okay? <laughs> All right. We'll leave you on the floor looking up like, what in the world? No, I'm just going to lay here for a while and, you know, I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to wake up and maybe it'll all be over. <laughs> That's what life tends to do. But life also introduces you to some of the most amazing beautiful things. Whenever I go to a graduation or a wedding, I am always reminded about the resilience, the dedication, the faith, the hard work 
that we display, the love that is there. It is so great to see people get together and do things and have fun, pure fun. And it's not one ounce of drama. I went to a dinner on Blanc last year in Philly, and there were 5,000 people. Not a single problem. And I've been to events where it was smaller and there was someone who had some negativity to spread for whatever reason. 5,000 people, and it was beautiful. Beautiful. So, with that being said, make sure that you are as conscious as you can be while you're in your lane. That means pay attention to the red flags, okay? Pay attention to how people treat other people, what people say about other people. And don't worry about if someone's gossiping and you know that they're a good person. People are going to gossip, you know. But I look at gossip in two ways, people who state facts and people who just talk a lot of trash. So if someone's saying something about someone and it's fact and they just want to get off their chest because they feel like this person is wrong, that's okay. Don't hold it against that person. But, again, we have to be conscious of the things that are happening in our lanes. Okay, so. Besides that, we know if we're going fast, slow, medium, or we just stalled. Here's how we can figure that out. If you are waking up each day with a purpose and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get this done. I don't know how I'm going to get to my, you know, destination, whatever that is, but I'm going to figure it out. You're in the fast lane. If you are using the barter system to work with people or you manage to get money together to hire somebody, you're in the fast lane. If you are eating, breathing, and sleeping ways to better yourself, better your service, your product, whatever you got out there, you are in the fast lane. You are in the, you know, moderate, you know, not easy going, but a nicely paced lane if you are, you know, doing what you need to do, but maybe the minimum. Maybe you, you do it, you know, here and there throughout the week, you know, a little, a little something. You know, maybe you talk about it, you do a little bit, you know. Maybe you buy a couple more courses, but you don't finish it. You know, you're 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 doing it, but... You're kind of treating it like a hobby, or you're you're doing it only when you, you're with someone. So you only eat well when someone's there to see you eat well, or you know you're only going to the gym if you got somebody to go with you. You know, and again, you don't have to go to the gym. You can run outside. You can work out at home. Social media has proven that. <laughs> okay, you're absolutely in the slow lane if you have a bajillion excuses. One thing I cannot stand is when people do not try and they blame some made-up circumstance. Here's the thing. We all have hurdles. Like I said in previous podcasts and then on Instagram and my Facebook page, for three and a half months, I was not able to walk. Okay? And I was really a one-woman show at that time in my business. Okay, so March this year is when I started walking, and even then it was still difficult because I had to go to physical therapy. And my mom would walk up and down the steps throughout the day. She made breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay? And still I was writing down stuff I wanted to do in my business. I was 
doing periscopes here and there because that's really the only thing I could have done at that time. And I had the energy to do much else. But I was figuring out ways to still be present. Okay. Yeah, I had some blog titles out there, but I was rebranding my business. So the blogs weren't ready yet. The blog posts weren't ready yet. And I was in no mood to write because I was healing from foot surgery. But guess what? That bounce back is crazy, guys. Crazy. So if you're in a slow lane and you're just like, ah, you know, I'll get there, I'll get there. Time waits for no one. And I really wish there was a little button on a remote control that I could just press pause so I can just, you know, soak in more of the sun and smell more of the flowers and read more books. But the truth is we just got to figure out a way. We got to figure it out. We got to, you know, just make the time to do it. Because before you know it, you're going to be 30, 40, 50, 55 years old. And it's true and almost a blink of an eye. This is why some people have these midlife crises because they're not really living. And they hit that point in their life where they're like, oh, my gosh, 35 years old. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to get a passport. I got to travel the world. I got to get the car. I got to do something. I got to do something. Like, you know, it hits them. Mortality hits them. Okay. This doesn't have to be you. And if you're just stalled and you're not trying to repair anything, then you're absolutely positively shifting all responsibility, all blame to someone else completely. So that's how we can define which lane that we're in. We can check in on ourselves by reminding ourselves of our accomplishments. We can ask people who are close to us, hey, do I seem like I changed a little bit this month or anything like that? Again, we're just, we're just shedding, you know, shedding our old selves. As long as we stay in our lane, have that focus. Some people say tunnel vision is a bad thing. It depends on what you're looking at. All right? It depends on what you're looking at. And right now, I'm actually looking at my mug, and it states, one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. And that's true. I'm going to get to that. So I also want to talk about your natural gifts. So while you're in your own lane, I want you to practice on your talents, and for those empaths, feel your emotions because that's your gift as well. I know that, especially if you're a firstborn child, you're expected to be a leader in a lot of cases, and studies have shown that presidents, you know, world leaders, a lot of them are either the only child or they're the firstborn child. So we're almost built to be strong. You got to be strong, got to be strong. And this doesn't mean that, you know, the middle child or baby isn't uh, meant to be strong either, but a lot of responsibility falls on the firstborn. And so we don't get a chance to feel all, all of our emotions sometimes because we're so busy being strong. So embrace your emotions, but also practice on it. So that way, when something does come up, your first instinct isn't to, you know, really yell or, you know, act out because you know, you're just angry or you're so hurt by what you see on the news or on the street that you just want to do something, but you do it without logic, that you do it without even thinking of the consequences. Okay, so practice your talents. Practice on getting into with the emotions. And I say that because it is so easy for us to see what works for works for someone else and want to adopt that right away. And we forget about our own gifts. 
example. You see someone who is great at giving advice. They're great at accessorizing, and you think, oh, my gosh, I need to give that a try. Maybe you don't really care for accessorizing. Maybe you're not really that much into fashion and figuring out what fabric goes with what or what color matches well with that and stuff like that. And maybe your advice is okay, but that's really not your thing. You're you're giving it a try. Here's the thing. It's okay to give things a try, but if you neglect your own gifts because you just see that it works for someone else without doing the background research and then you dive into it and it's too much, it's only too much if that's not your thing because anything could be too much. Building a computer can be too much, but if you love it, you welcome that. Empire is too much, but if you love it, that's just like, that's your challenge. That's just you testing your endurance, your strength, your intellect. All right. So anything could be too much, but focus on your gifts and your talents. And then you can think, okay, well, let me see if I like that. Let me see if that could work for me. You could always branch out. That's cool. But start at home. Start with what's inside of you. What do you love to do? What is something that if if it required you to work 16 hours, if it required you to get up early on the weekends, if it required you to hop on a plane and travel across country, what would that be if it required you to do that? What does that look like? Okay. Next, love. So in order for us to really take the helm of being in our own lane, we need to learn how to love ourselves and maintain that love. Maintain is the key. For some people, loving themselves comes naturally, right? They go to the spa. We say no. We check our calendar before we agree to something. We let people know. We get back to them. You know, we don't apologize for the money we spend on ourselves to keep ourselves up to par. And there are people who really, truly struggle with that. They don't know what self-love, self-care, you know, all that self-esteem looks like. Okay? But we have to maintain it. Just like anything else in our lives, we have to maintain it. We have to constantly build, nurture. As long as we aren't apologizing for loving ourselves, we'll be all right. We really will. I was in Sephora a couple of weeks ago, and I purchased um, several items to cleanse my face. And I think I talked about this before, where I was a little bit concerned because I spent over $100, actually close to $200 for face cleansers and masks and things like that. And the assistant there said, oh, honey, that's okay because you're working from the inside. You're cleansing your face. Some people only spend it on foundation. And the reason why I'm bringing that story back up is because sometimes we feel like we shouldn't spend money on ourselves or a certain amount of money on ourselves. Well, the saying goes, you get what you pay for. Sometimes you can find a deal 
where you get the the Groupon two for one face facial mask or you know hot stone massage and whatever the case may be. That's okay. Sometimes you just can't get around it. Sometimes you may have to pay for someone to cook for you or you know give you an energy clearing, talk to you about a past life, go get that massage, spend a day at the spa. Sometimes you just can't get around it, and you got to put the money out. You have to be okay with that because you have to be in tip-top shape most of the time. Okay, life will, like I say, give you a supersonic roundhouse kick, and you're not going to feel great all the time. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I want you to feel great all the time. Well, that means that you're not in tune with your emotions because no one is feeling great 100% of the time. You're going to see something that you don't like. You're going to experience you uh, hitting your toe on a table or, you know, getting a paper cut. So it's just about being your tip-top shape as often as possible, okay? And love is the most powerful energy in the universe. So start with loving yourself, maintaining that love, practice your gifts and your talents, Check in on yourself to make sure you know what lane you're in and to make sure no one is getting in your lane, trying to take your glory. So I want to tell you about my morning ritual because this is how I start my engine, so to speak. This is how I get myself together. So the portion, so I, I wake up and I say my, my gratitude and things like that. But I want to talk about some of the things I have going on in the background while I'm brushing my teeth, while I'm putting on my makeup. So this morning, it was all about Gary B. I was just, I went to um, actually uh, his uh, Facebook page, and I went to the video section, and I just like the video after video after video play. Just play, 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 play. And the reason why I did that is because, well, one, I haven't listened to him in a while, and I thought, well, let me let me check him out again. And two is that I like his his style. It's raw, it's straightforward, practical. Okay, a guy asked him a question about um, being an entrepreneur, just just going all in. And Gary said, "Hey, man, you need to have some stability." So what he was saying is, keep a daytime job. You know, he said, even get a job where you can, that's somewhere similar to the field that you want to be in, that's flexible, so you can really spend a lot of time working on your business. But to have something that can pay the bills, something so you can eat, something so you can build your brand, you know, meanwhile. So I like that because we need that raw, unfiltered, straightforward talk. And I just like hearing it. Even though I know it, I like to hear it in the morning because, again, it starts my morning off right. I did the, the gratitude, the soft things, right, the gratitude, the, you know, uh, smelling of the, um, the herbs I have next to my bed, the gently waking up, the, you know, rolling over nicely. I did the soft things. Now I wanted to, to hear the straightforward things, something that just, like, Boom, let, let's get at it. Because, again, I know that I had to do, but I want to train my mind 
to shift the gears. Like, all right, we got it. We got to do it. We got to do it. And that's what works for me. Now, sometimes I just go to YouTube, type in motivational videos, and I just let that play in the background. You know, to pump me up again. I like to be my own cheerleader, but also I like to hear things. You know, like, you know, you got to You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to hang in there. You boom, 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 boom. Because, again, that's what pumps me up. Sometimes I just listen to soothing music in the morning. Sometimes it's a silent morning. But we need to figure out what starts our engine. We need to figure out what's our gas. Okay, so for you, it may be the first thing you wake up in the morning is saying a prayer. Then maybe you call up your girlfriend and you, you know, say a prayer together or something like that. Whatever works for you. But this would be actually step number one. And the reason why I did it this way is because I wanted to actually look at the bigger picture and then go down to look at what's the very basic one. Because flipping it sometimes makes it overwhelming. Start here, then work your way up here, then there, and then there. It's okay to look at it reverse. So define your gas. What gets you ready? What revs your engine? Like What works for you? What gets you started? Now, I'm not just talking about your why. That does work, and it helps you to remember your purpose. But add some more to that. Like Why... Do you have that why? Really think about that. For some people, it's something tragic happened to them, and, you know, they want to turn their life around. For others, they just casually found spirituality, and that's okay. But take it a step further. What are you willing to do? What are you going to do? Everyone has their own lane, and everyone stays in their lane. And some people get completely off the highway, and that's it. So, Add to your why, because your why will get you there. That's for sure. But add, add to it. Add to it. Constantly add to it. One why could be, like I said earlier, there's a tragedy that happened, and you want to turn life around. Another why could be you want to leave, leave a legacy. Another why is you want to help people who, who have been in a similar situation with you. Keep adding to that why. Keep adding, keep adding, keep adding. All right? A final couple of points here is I I just want to say don't kid yourself living life being an entrepreneur and then if you want to add being a mom who's an entrepreneur or a person to take care of elderly parent and entrepreneur a business woman who wants to rise in her career and add on everything else it's not easy don't be so hard on yourself and I am constantly reminding myself of this and people have to remind me of this because I am always challenging myself. If I'm in a race, I'm looking to the right, I'm looking to the left, and I'm seeing myself because I want me to succeed. I want to make sure that I'm not slacking, that I'm not dropping a ball on me. And sometimes that becomes me being overly critical and too harsh on myself So I just want you to remember that don't kid yourself. This is, I want to say it's not a game, (laughs) but it is hard. 
it is hard. It is not for the faint of heart. So you are a great person and you are successful. Okay, so don't be too hard on yourself. Don't don't kid yourself with the, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not there yet and all that. If you do not give up, and if you're flexible, you'll get there because consistency is the key. You showing up, you listening to this podcast and other podcasts that you listen to, and you, you know, waking up early, you reading that book, reading this book, going to the gym, going running, making time to nurture relationships, networking, all that, that's you showing up. Those are all check marks, check marks, check marks. All that is you getting to where you need and want to be. That's you being in your lane, showing up for you. And I love this quote, fortune favors the bold. And it's true. It's so true. When you do want to get to that next level, say you're in your lane, you're like, Tia, I heard you loud and clear. I'm in my lane. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. Some people try to swerve in my lane. I didn't let it happen. I honked at them a couple of times. They got back in the lane. My boundaries are set, but I'm still open to receiving. You know, I'm doing it. Next level, right? Maybe the next level for you is you want to live streaming. You want to put yourself out there more. Maybe you want to dress differently because you've been hitting the gym. Maybe you want to live more authentically and really let yourself shine. Well, people are either going to receive you or they're not. And those who receive you are your tribe. They're going to be your friends. Um, they're, they're going to be there. And if they're not, that's okay. They can come around a year from now. You never know. People do change. But don't let that stop you. Remember what I said earlier, do not inconvenience yourself to convenience other people. Because someone's always going to have something to say. All right, why are you doing that? Who does that? Why are you wearing that? Say what again? All right. Don't let that stop you. You have to worry about you. Think about where you want to be a month from now, three months from now, six months from now. We are already, we are in June. We are at the midway mark for this year, okay? The sixth month of the year. It's here, midway, all right? Continue doing what you're doing. And then level up. And that leveling up is going to require a new level of you, a new version of you. But that's okay because fortune favors the bold. We are changing anyway. Skin, you know, us, our, our, our insides, everything changes. Everything evolves. So you are changing anyway. <laughs> like you're not two anymore, okay? So you're changing whether you want to or not. So we might as well work on other areas in our life and build from there. Then there's the social media highlight reel. Social media is a great tool to get yourself out there, to get your work out there, to share your life with people, you know, which is great. Maybe you post some great food tips. I'm like, oh, man, that dish looks amazing. I want to try it. Okay. But again, 
I cannot stress this enough. And I said this a little bit earlier where I said people will see the business side of you. Some people only see the social media side of you. You are seeing only clips of people's lives. So it doesn't matter. And I am telling you, I don't care how many love letter posts you see on Facebook or how many vacation pictures you see on Facebook, how many dinners, whatever you see on Facebook, that is one portion of that person's life, okay? And sometimes, actually a lot of times, it's the opposite, <laughs> all right? So you see someone who's just like really living life and they're so super duper, uber, uber happy, sometimes that's the opposite. And again, it doesn't apply for everyone. It doesn't. Because I am happy, and I post positive stuff on my uh, Facebook page. That's the real deal. Like, there isn't a secret, uh, you know, me hating myself or anything like that. I am truly happy. But there are some people who want to put on a front of them being in a great relationship or having a great life, and some people really get upset. They think about, like, oh, man, what am I doing? Life. And studies have shown that some people get depressed when they go on social media because they feel like their life isn't good enough to post about. How crazy is that? So crazy. And then we see uh, uh, exposés about the superstar couple who really was just using other people's homes to take pictures and, <laughs> and stand in front of other people's cars and, you know, scamming people so they can go on vacation. It's so crazy. It is so, so crazy. That's why I said we are beautiful, chaotic people. <laughs> okay. Do not get caught up in the social media highlight reel. Okay, do not. Don't do it. Don't set yourself up like that. Stay in your lane. I don't care if that means that once you log on to Facebook or Twitter or wherever you are, you don't look at the news feed. That's fine. If you want to look at you know, videos of people doing silly dances across the world, like that Facebook page, like the group, you know, don't even bother with your news feed, if, if need be. Then there comes the relief factor. So say you do make it to one of the destinations in, you know, this, this road of life. That's great. Make time to enjoy that. Make time to enjoy that. Because remember, when we are in our lane, we are more focused on us, which means we get to magnify our happiness. We get to tackle what, what hurts us so we can heal. We can really learn more about ourselves and grow into wonderful trailblazers. I mean, we really don't know where life is going to take us. We have this idea of what we want to do, who we want to be, but then there's so much more. It's like when we cross the finish line, but then, there's so much more. So keep that in mind. And last thing I want to say here is that you're just going to be some people shot at to kill them. You know, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I remember the first time uh, my mom told me that, it just, you're not everyone's cup of tea, Tia. I didn't really understand what that fully meant. Me being a visual child, I just imagined a cup of tea. I was like, okay, I guess it means I'm just a different flavor. I don't know. Like, like, I guess my personality is a different flavor. I'm not quite sure, but, you know, I'll use the context clues, whatever. <laughs> but 
you know, they're saying it. They're saying of you're not everyone's cup of tea because you're someone's child to kill it. It's it's true. Especially in the the spiritual community, you know, we we feel a lot, feel a lot of emotions. We want to help people. We well, everyone wants to be liked to some extent because as the beings we are, we are social sociable creatures. We want to interact with other people. Um, but it's it's okay to be different. It's okay to be that little bit of chaotic, that beautiful chaotic I was t- talking about. Because here's the thing. Tequila has a bit of a kick to it, right? Some people are just meant to live life bowling. Some people, they don't want to live life as bold, you know, and that's okay. Long as you recognize your lane. Some people, they just want to work in their community. They have no interest in leaving their city, but they want to be the great leader where they and that's perfectly okay. They are in their lane. They're not comparing themselves to anyone. They're not thinking, oh, my gosh, that worked for someone else. I need to try that. They just neglect everything else because that's what they believe they need to be. Everyone's not going to work on an international level, you know, across the country level. That's not for everybody, okay? Some people just want to work with children, and they're great at that. Awesome. The children love them. That's they're lean, and they're the best at it. They're so great at it. And the crazy thing about it is there's so many tribes out here. There, there are so many ways for us to be great at something, even two or three things, because they're just, there's a need for so much, so much. Every now and then I think about the person who delivers the pretzels or the paper. I just think, wow, it's such a basic thing to, oh, I'm going to get a soft pretzel. But look at the people who capitalize on that. Pretzels. That's such a huge thing in Philly. But they they got it down pat. The companies are great at it. You know, they, they're in their lane and they're sticking to it. So think about that. They're not worried about anybody else. They're not trying to combine this and that, you know, a whole bunch of other things that don't really mesh with the company. They're capitalizing on what works for them. They are someone trying to kill it, but it's not for everybody, right? So keep that in mind. And that's how I want to wrap it up here today is to really just define what it means to stay in your lane. And I, I gave you some awesome tips here to help you guys out. But don't don't bother to look elsewhere. Don't bother. Don't even. Because what you need is already within you. You just got to practice it. And in some cases, you got to find it. And, again, that's okay. But the moment, the moment you feel inadequate because of what someone else is doing, you're losing it's okay to want to improve yourself. You're just like, hey, you know what? I want to get a little bit toned at the gym. You just feel that way. That's okay. 
there's nothing wrong with that. People get older. People change, you know. Maybe you're okay being lean, and you're just like, you know what, I want to get toned. I just feel like I should get toned. That's okay. We all go through changes. But I don't want you to peer into someone else's lane and think, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Because that person is doing so much. Yeah, that person is doing a lot, but it took them a lot to get to that place where they are doing a lot, which is why I always stress to read the background story of people. Don't just look at people who are wildly successful and think, oh, I got to do that, or they got it really easy. Well, in some cases, things come a little bit easier to them, yes, but, 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 a lot of people who you see who have, quote, unquote, made it, (laughs) they really had to bust their chops to get there. You know, sometimes it's the third business that works, the third book that works, okay, the third album that works. Sometimes meaning the 10th person, you know, meaning that right person. And even with meaning the right person, you can meet the right person for that time. And then life has a funny way of having certain things work out where you guys just naturally drift apart, and that's okay. You, know, you guys were there to help each other during that time, and then you both outgrew that relationship. You may circle back. You may not. But we had to be conscious of our lane so that way we're not feeling emotionally emotionally attached to a situation or someone because we feel like we have to just do it because they've done something, you know, a year ago or whatever. Yeah, I grew that relationship. You don't owe anyone anything, but you owe yourself everything. So think about it. Do you want to leave a legacy? Do you want to help people, you know, in, in your town, you're just not really concerned about a legacy. You just want to help. You know, maybe you want to travel the world and help. It's totally up to you. But you just have to stick with it. Because if you don't, it's not going to work. It's just like anything else. If you show up some of the time, you're going to get a some of the time result. If you show up all the time and give it your all, that's exactly the result you're going to get back eventually. But staying beautiful in our own skin, a lot to do with being in our own lane. And if you're not and you're trying to do something differently, everyone has an inner BS meter. Okay, it's true. Not everyone uses it, but it is there. And people can smell a phony from a mile away. So just work on being you. It is a glorious gift because guess what? There's no one else like you in the entire universe. And I know I heard these alternate universe theories where it's like a version of you somewhere else, but if you're right-handed here and you're left-handed there, (laughs) okay. But there's no one like you, period. So capitalize on that. Stay in your own lane. When you do that, you can magnify your beauty because you're comfortable in your own skin that allows you to be beautiful in your own skin, which allows you to not apologizing for investing in yourself, you know, showing 
self-love, practicing on your talents and your gifts, okay, that allows you to be able to tell people no to set boundaries and not feel bad about it, to have that detachment. All right, so thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget, I am on Instagram at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. And make sure you pay me a visit by going to TiaMarieJohnson.com. I have a couple of freebies for you there. All right, so have a wonderful day. Still with many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Everyone starts their morning a little differently. But for those that like to kick the day off with a delicious breakfast, there's McDonald's. Here's to making your morning routine a little bit better with a sausage biscuit and hash browns at McDonald's for only $1.50. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.